Welcome to the Veritas Equipping Podcast, a podcast designed to provide insight, resources, and biblical wisdom. Our mission as Veritas Church is raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. Join us as we pursue Jesus to become mature disciples and effective disciple makers for God's glory. All right, Veritas, welcome to our equipping podcast. We're starting a new series called Soul Health. It's going to be a four-part series where we look into what a soul is, what a, what a healthy soul is, what an unhealthy soul is, and how should we care for our soul. I'm here with two of our elders, Matthew Morkin and Michael Rhodes. How's it going, guys? Great. Going well. How are you doing? Good. Good. So before we jump into this topic, I don't know when it's, this podcast is coming out, but Thanksgiving is in sight right now. And it's like one of my favorite holidays. Mm. What's, uh, what's the traditions for you guys? What's the best thing on a plate on Thanksgiving? Do you feast? Do you travel? What's Do that? you feast? What kind of question is that about Thanksgiving? Hey. Everybody <laughs> feasts on Thanksgiving. Hey. I was thinking about food, so I don't know. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> we, we can't even talk right now. Oh, turkey, sweet potato casserole. I uh, like Some so- people don't. Some people are still trying to diet on Thanksgiving, and I think they that's lied blasphemy. To you. They lied to you. <laughs> I, I think they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Personally, I mean, I love, my mom used to make this thing, it was the Swedish tea ring, which is effectively a cinnamon roll, except instead of a cinnamon roll, it was in a ring, and then it's wrapped up, cinnamony, covered in frosting. Uh, that's a Thanksgiving just, thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, we would make it regularly. For holidays, not like weekly or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good, that was so good. But I'm also a kicker. I love stuffing. Gosh, just mm, Thanksgiving so has like so such good tastes. food. But the interesting thing is there's Thanksgiving food that you seems like people only eat on Thanksgiving. Like mm-hmm. how often do you have turkey? I don't love turkey. I don't, I don't, I don't love it. Like that may be blasphemous. I get it, but I don't love it. Okay. I want the turkey drumstick leg mm-hmm. i want to go caveman mm-hmm. i want two of them in my hand mm-hmm. and one year my nephew took the drumstick mm. he's no longer alive <laughs> is that the picture of a kid with a no like i'm just like your office <laughs> preaching the gospel to myself like this not it's yeah. just food it's not a big deal just yeah. let him have it he's kidding enjoy- but the worst thing was he was done eating and like half the drumstick was still left oh, on yeah yeah. I wish we could like post a picture of the way that you eat chicken wings, Jake. <laughs> it's uh, when you say something is left on the bone for the majority of people, it's like, oh no, we finished that, but you, you still got a long way to go. It's called stewardship. <laughs> <laughs> so the other, like stuffing, stuffing's yeah. like mm. this loved Thanksgiving thing. How often do you have stuffing outside of Thanksgiving? I did have it two weeks ago for some odd reason. I don't fully understand why, but like the true homemade stuffing, not in the box. You cut the bread into the little squares. You put all the good stuff on it. You stuff it in the turkey, like legit stuffing. Definitely that one only once a year. You know what's crazy about Thanksgiving to me? It's, it's one of those holidays where you get like, okay, today I'm going to order. If you went to a restaurant and ordered, I want three meats and nine sides like you would never do that but that is literally what's on my plate at thanksgiving like Mm. i took a spoonful of 10 different things and put it on the side of both turkey ham and whatever else may be there and i'm gonna do dessert later that doesn't even count let me just right off the bat critique your thanksgiving though Mm. you said you had sides and your main dish on the plate 
You need it, to have I mean, a plate for main dish yes. and a plate for salad. Well, I didn't say it was one plate. <laughs> I, just, I mean, it's there. There's a lot. Yeah, because yeah, you gotta have you got to have adequate room and space. Now, Jello with stuff in it, I'm calling foul. Yes, Don't put thank stuff you. in jello. I was wondering where you were going with that. I'm just like, oh, boy. And I don't even like stuff. Like there's, yeah, what, cranberries in jello? Uh, or, I've never tried it because I don't want to yeah. try it. Yeah, amen. Ever wow, since like uh, watching the movie Christmas Vacation where the <laughs> the old lady, <laughs> Sam holds up a sun, <laughs> repent of your gluttony. <laughs> I got problems. We could just... We need to like turn the corner because we could talk about food for a long time. I feel like I'm speechless yet hungry right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's so many things, but I mean, it's just, it's so good to sit down because, and I'm thankful that you don't do it every day or every week because that would be really detrimental. Not that I'm going to diet during Thanksgiving, but I could not eat like that all the time. But man, I Are you going to travel for, for Thanksgiving? Do you guys travel? Driving the whole fam to Louisiana. This year we're probably will need to repent multiple times along the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, feasting and road trip. Like I got a nap. Well, I'm not. I'm not driving on Thanksgiving. We're talking a you know 16 hour drive here. Yeah. Probably. You need probably a good two three day recovery before you make that drive. Yeah. We'll get a couple days. Ah, uh, good time. All right, let's turn the corner. <laughs> Trivia right now. Oh, trivia. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought we were turning script. Who's this? Who's this? Oh, boy. Who is it? I'm, I'm waiting on Matthew because I know no. the answer. <laughs> Franklin, this is this, why did you ask me this? I thought we were Franklin. <laughs> Franklin. Franklin. Yes. Yes. Hey. Yes. I got it right. Matthew Morgan. Let's end knows right now. Song. Have a great day, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Aretha Franklin is known as what? I answered the first question. Go ahead, <laughs> the Michael. Queen of Soul. Boom. The queen of Soul, and we are talking about. Soul. We're gonna to try to define what a soul is. Um, it's a it's an important aspect uh, in leadership of a church. Because was it were we in Hebrews a year ago? Mm-hmm. I think so. Last yep. Hebrews thirteen seventeen. For one of the tasks, a driving task of leadership in a church is to care for people's soul. Mm-hmm. Which, after preaching that, like, oh, we should know what a soul is and how to do that. <laughs> That's an important thing. Um, but we want to try to better understand uh, what a soul is and how to care for a soul. What is a healthy soul? And right now in our culture, there's a lot of concern with mental health. There's a lot of concern with physical health. Um, As not evidenced by our Thanksgiving <laughs> conversation. <laughs> That we would that we would fail it both mentally and physically, uh, but it it's a big it's a big deal. Like mental health is talked about a lot. You should care about your mental health, um, physical health. I mean, my goodness, the booming industry of our world of gym memberships, exercise equipment, health food, exercise clothing, exercise clothing, supplements. Um, the types of food you eat, like people are passionate about their physical health. People are passionate about um, mental health. Mm-hmm. What about spiritual health? Mm-hmm. And how do we go about being healthy um, spiritually? Now, before we jump into that, do you think there's a connection between soul health and mental health and physical health? 
Yeah, I definitely, I think there is definitely a connection between it. I think depending on what your definition of a soul is, um, I think mental health, physical health, all that comes after that care for your soul. I mean, if your soul is, isn't in a great spot, if it's not where it's meant to be, I think it's going to have crucial impacts on your mental health. I mean, you think about mental health, you think about peace and happiness and things that so many people pursue in different areas. And, and I think we as believers have the answer for that soul care and all that we're talking about here, um, that addresses mental health. But I think mental health flows out secondarily, but not to ignore the physical health as well, that, um, if your soul health is not in a great spot, um, it's going to make, it's going to have implications for your whole entire life. Mm. I mean, even, I know we joked about it earlier, but if you are going to food because you, like, you're trying to find comfort and like you're not finding... comfort finding food? Correct, correct. <laughs> There's even <laughs> a name for it. Yeah. yeah, but you you are idolizing, you're trying to find comfort in something other than the Lord, right? And so your physical, now your your soul health is attached to your even your physical health. Mm-hmm. Is there such thing as northern comfort food? Yeah, I think it has. You're from. We all look at the uh, guy from (laughs) most far north. Yeah, gravy and beef. You know, that's northern soul food right there. It's good. It's made with love. It's made with love. Yep, some lefsa. Throw some of that in there. Some lefsa. Lefsa. That's a Thanksgiving meal. We're going back in our thing. Yeah. Lefsa. All right. That's another podcast. All right. From the south, I have no idea what lefsa is. I don't know what lefsa is. What? Norwegian? Oh, yeah, it's a Norwegian. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's a Norwegian it's mystery. It's it's sounds good. So somehow, so I don't know if you can hear this, but Sam is telling us what it is. But I'm, I'm I don't know what it is. I don't know how to describe it now. It's been such a tradition. Like how crazy is that? Every year we have lefse okay. for Thanksgiving. If you're Christmas. listening to this podcast, look up how to make lefse. Drop it I'm by the le- church not office. Not Lefsa. 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 Make some. Drop it by the church office. Lefsa is a traditional soft Norwegian flatbread. <laughs> it is made with flour. Can include rice, potatoes, include butter, and milk. Cream we were, we or were, lard. We were so going so well here, guys. <laughs> we and turned the train, back to food. The, the train is off the track. Uh, okay. In our culture, true or false, or would you agree? In our culture, people have a a concern and a devotion to mental and physical health. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Do you think they have, in general, people express a higher devotion to their mental health and their physical health than they do their soul health? I think people have a higher view of their mental health. But that's the thing, too. Even as we talk about food or exercise and stuff like that, like there is more going on in the world than just these things. And I think it attaches to something greater, perhaps our creator. And and I think we're attached to him through our soul. And so when that is off, everything else is off kilter. So if you have to eat, if you have to exercise, if you have to drink, if you have to, like there's there's something more going on and how do we get to that? But the typical person probably thinks about their mental health, they thinks about their physical health a lot more than they think about their soul health. Yeah, it's right. it's out there. It's on TV, it's everywhere. So yeah. what give us a passage or two in scripture that would advocate for the priority of caring for your own soul. Yeah, so I mean I think of Matthew chapter 16 um, Jesus has been talking about 
death and the resurrection and those kind of things. And he talks about like, what, what good would it be for you to gain the whole world, but forfeit your soul? So like forfeiting your soul sounds like a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing to Jesus. So maybe we should pay attention to it. Mm. So you could, you could gain the whole world and forfeit your soul would be a bad trade. So mm-hmm. you could say you could have the best, most in-shape body and lose your soul, mm-hmm. bad trade. You could be the richest person in the world, lose your soul, bad trade. You could have uh, the most inner peace, <laughs> lose your soul, bad trade. Yeah. Yeah. Any yeah. other passages come to mind? I mean, uh, your question kind of makes this more difficult, but I mean, I think of Psalms 19, verse 7, for those of us who are trying to get to peace, and it says the law, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. And so thinking about the Word of God and our need for Him, um, it is what gives our soul life mm-hmm. and revives our soul when we go off into a, a flat area, a dark dark yeah. week or month or whatever. But Yeah, Matthew ten twenty eight, where Jesus said, don't fear the one who can kill the body. Um, but rather the one who killed the body and soul mm-hmm. in hell, which is always a comforting verse. I'm sure it's on a coffee mug in your house somewhere. <laughs> but that idea of like, don't fear them that can kill the body. It's like, what's the worst they can do to you? Kill you? That's it? Yeah. And we're like, that's the highest, biggest fear in our life. He's like, no, there's something bigger there. Mm-hmm. There's a soul that you have that lives on after death that you need to have as a higher priority. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of confusion in our culture when it comes to the soul, what are some things that come to like we pre- played a, a Aretha Franklin, the queen of soul soul is used to describe a style of music, not what we're talking about. What, like where are there confusions of soul in our culture? Do you see? Well, I think, you I mean, you talk about music, you talk about food as well, soul but food, soul food. I think it's been twisted into we the come Eastern. Back to food. Now I'm just thinking of some college. <laughs> I'm trying to move us on. <laughs> I think the Eastern religion movement has kind of captured this thought of soul into some form of mystical, like, what is it? And stars and lights and all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, Disney put out a movie called Soul. Cool looking movie. I don't remember what it was about. I remember thinking, this is over my kid's head, but I just can't ever remember what movies are about. It's like floating type ghost people. Yeah. Yeah. Floating ghost people. Where are you... (laughs) Obviously, we need to define this. Like, what? Where do you go after you die? Is that kind of yeah, the premise? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Love to see what Disney has to say about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, soul. Or have you heard people talk about finding their soulmate? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What do people mean by that? I mean, is that someone that they connect with at the deepest level? The one that completes them. You know, going along with that language. Without rabbit I think trailing, do you think people this have is not gonna a go soulmate? Well. I don't think people do. Because what if one person messes it up? Then everybody's messed up. Like if you chose the wrong <laughs> one, then everybody's messed up from that point <laughs> forward. You <laughs> mess the whole world up if, if you didn't you find your soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> no. That has huge implications. That is. I did not think of the domino effect of damage that one person can do if a soulmate is true. But yeah, people talk about finding their soulmate. So soul music, soul food, um, SOS stands for save save our souls. Um, and that hopefully you never have to use that. Mm-hmm. Fun fact for the day: I was in college. This is like straight out of a movie, 
my um small town Iowa college uh in in Arizona roommates from Compton and one night he told me Jake you don't have any soul and I was like I have a soul (laughs) such a church kid (laughs) he's like I didn't say you didn't have a soul. I said, you don't have any soul. So we had some, I mean, it's like straight out of a movie. Like he's, uh, there's a black guy from Compton trying to teach a white guy from Iowa how yeah. to dance. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I didn't have any soul. Um, so we have all these misunderstandings of, or not misunderstandings. There's different uses mm-hmm. of soul. But when the Bible talks about our soul, um, we want to get to what does that mean? If you have a soul, what is a soul? So theologically, what is the makeup of a person? Yeah, so I think most believers would agree that there is a kind of physical material side of a person and then a a spiritual immaterial part. Now, the question for, I think, for this conversation comes up, like what makes up that immaterial, spiritual side? Is it a soul, a spirit, a mind, a heart, or is it, uh, some people might say a kind of a soul spirit. Like if you say, say it really fast together, they're connected. Um, but that's what, I think that's what we're we're going at here. So the the theological terms is there the dichotomy of a person or the trichotomy of a person? Are there two parts of a human being? Are there three parts of a human being? Is there you have a physical part and a spiritual part, or do you have a physical part, a soul, and a spirit? Like, is there a difference there? What do you guys think? Is there a difference? Or what do you think the makeup of a human being is? I think you have a body and you have a soul. I mean, I think I think when you talk about the spiritual, and just even like bringing this up, you're, I'm not, I'm trying not, we're not going to like mystical, weird stuff, right? I'm just trying to keep it like, you have, there's this reality that you're an image bearer of God. You have arms, you have legs, you have a mind, you have a heart physically, and then you have this heart spiritually. You have the soul that's deep within you. Mm-hmm. So I, I would sum it up as that. Yeah, I'm going to fall in the dichotomist perspective as well, that you have a, that your your soul and spirit are not two separate things, that you have a body and then you have Soul, soul, spirit, soul, spirit. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There's, there's more to you than just the physical. Yeah, there's a absolutely. spiritual side to you. I, and again, neither one of these, you are flirting with heresy. There's, you're trying to make sense of some confusing things in scripture. I flirt with the trichotomy view in the sense that, um, so oftentimes soul and spirit are used interchangeably in scripture. Mm-hmm. There's some places where it seems like they're making a, a difference between soul and spirit. Um, one place where my mind goes is, is there a difference between the makeup of a regenerated believer and an unbeliever? So I think every human being has a physical side and a soul. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus says, you know, don't fear the one who can kill your body, but fear the one who can kill your body and soul mm-hmm. in heaven. That's unbeliever believers. Mm-hmm. There's more to us than just the body. But then what does it mean to be spiritually dead, to be born of the Spirit? If the Spirit in us is what r- makes us relate to God. Do believers have 
a body, soul, and spirit, and unbelievers have a body and a soul, I would be like, I don't know, maybe if we were fun so to we, talk are about. We, is, is there a difference between the Holy Spirit and the Spirit in this conversation? I would, yeah, unbelievers don't have the Holy Spirit, Correct. believers do, but is the, there a birth of the Spirit in a believer that is different than having the Holy Spirit? Like we have the helper where the Spirit indwells within us, convicts, guides, gifts, but is there, if you're dead in spirit or if you're alive in spirit, is that that a different nature of a believer? So Now we can nerd out and talk I'm, a lot. I'm winging this here, okay? But so I think about Psalm 104 where it talks about um, God feeding the millions of little sea creatures and when he takes his spirit away from them, they, they die. Mm -hmm. And so I think in some sense, there is a, you're an image bearer of God. You're knit together in your mother's womb. All the days of your life are written before the foundations of the earth. So there's a spirit in which you're alive. And then, and then on top of that, there's the Holy Spirit. There's this essence of life that you get. That's more than just your heart beating and your brain working. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's, so I almost think of like the soul as, being it's one thing and the spirit is the means with which you mm. engage God. Yeah. And so I separate the two, but there's a spirit of life. Sure. Uh, not trying to sound hokey there either, but like there's a spirit of life that <laughs> people like have. like another and, Disney song. You know, and when you're with someone who passes away, it seems like whether they're a believer or non-believer that there's a spirit that, yeah. that leaves, not... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I think it, you can have some fun conversations on the dichotomy or trichotomy of a human being what we're saying clearly is people, human beings are more than just a body. Correct. There's a spiritual reality to somebody. My, my wife grew up, her dad was a pastor. You do a lot of funerals and there was an ask, this may sound creepy, but there was times where it's like wanted, he wanted his kids to touch the body. Mm -hmm. It was like, that person's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. That was a tent, that was a dwelling. Like they're obviously gone. And saying, okay, that the spirit, the soul mm -hmm. that occupies the tent, the body is gone. So we want to give, try to give a tangible definition to what is a soul. Then in future episodes, we'll talk about a healthy soul, an unhealthy soul, how to care for a soul. But just for today, what is a soul? So, I mean, this is not, not, not an easy uh, definition to come by. What, what I've kind of said is, it's the whole person that relates to and worships God. Um, now, obviously, we want to um, sacrificially love God with our body, right? Like <clears throat> we don't we want to tr treat it as the temple that it is. Um, but it's it's your whole person that uh, relates to. You know, somebody said like relates to kind of serves God but worships God. So this that part of you that's relating to and worshiping God. Yeah, I would say, like, in a very practical sense, I think along in similar vein is it's the point where the kind of the flesh meets the spiritual. Um, so the realities of this world and all that's going on meets this um, reality of God inside you. And so just in a practical sense, I think that's where the two worlds really collide. It's in your soul. It's in your heart. Mm. Yeah, I love Dallas Willard's quote of, your soul is the most important part about you the most thing about it. it's it's the essence of you um it accompanies all of you like you're more than a body well what is that more it's your soul yeah. it's your soul so 
it can be like tricky to give us like clear one statement definition, but the Bible's clear on our, um, that we are more than a body, that we have a soul. And it's clear that the soul should be prioritized and that souls can be healthy and souls can be unhealthy. And we want to um, care for people's souls as we're commanded to in Scripture. So in the next uh, few episodes, we're going to talk about how do we do that? How do we do it as a church? How do people do it? Um, what are we, what's the goal? Uh, what makes up a healthy soul? What makes an unhealthy soul? And how to care for it. So, uh, church, we hope this series is going to be helpful to you as we continue to look on this, uh, this interesting topic. And even if you're like, I never even thought of this before, there is a priority to your soul that we want you to care for. So we hope you lean in as we talk about this. We'll see you next time. Love you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Veritas Equipping Podcast. If you have any questions you would like us to address or ideas on how we can serve you better, please reach out to us by email at info at veritascr.church and put podcast in the subject line.